Welcome guys, gals, and non-binary pals. This is Demo Demolition, and today we are covering Trials of Mana. I'm here with Matt. My name's David. Um, <laughs> All right, let's do it. Uh, Dave, did you play The Secret of Mana back on Super Nintendo? I did for a little bit at a buddy's house, but not enough to have very strong memories about it because okay. I, I didn't have it. Like, I own Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy, so I can definitely recall moments. But um, yeah, I only played a little bit of Secret of Mana. Okay, because that was like the big three in, in our era of Super Nintendo, at least. It was Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy, or Secret of Mana. Secret of Mana, I always enjoyed. I would play the shit out of it with my brother because you could play it two-player at once, you know, couch co-op style. So, and since then, you know, I, even though I know there were subsequent releases overseas in Japan, I, I just hadn't really revisited it ever other than occasionally going back and trying to revisit that first one. So uh, that hence that was kind of why I picked this one this time around to uh, get a hit of nostalgia and see what it's been like, you know, in the many years since I played the original back in, I believe it was 92 when that came out. So uh, to begin with, what do you think of the visuals? I believe this is a remake of a 19 or a remake of a game that came out much, much later, like early 2000s. So, you know, keep that in mind. Yeah, no, so this is pretty much uh, a 3D reinterpretation of what was a 2D pixel game um, that wasn't ever released here, actually. I did a little bit of research on it. It only got released in Japan, but um, so they wanted to remake it in 3D and be really loyal and faithful to it. Um, they even redid the music, but under the influence of the original producer, so... Um, Things that's are a bit cool. different yeah so but um as far as the visuals i really liked it a lot um yeah i i was pretty impressed by uh i want to say the outside world once you got outside the initial village and even the village itself the, the colors are super vibrant the design is really nice it brought me back brought me back to like an old type of video game that i used to play as a kid just now i was playing it in a much more modern fashion I was going to say, like, yeah, the shading and everything, like it still has the anime art style, but, you know, it's it's a true 3D world. Um, that being said, you can one thing I took away from it is the maps were very apparently not designed initially as 3D worlds because they seem very flat and kind of basic. And that makes sense that you mentioned that it was a remake that, of a game that was originally 2D. So, um that part stood out to me, but I do think it does a great job of paying homage to uh, the originals and, you know, the pre the game that it's remaking. Um, although I will say, like, I appreciate in the original, like, all the the main character in particular is kind of like he didn't have a voice. Like he was he was mute. So a lot of like the dialogue was basically conveyed through expressions and gestures and whatnot. And I kind of missed that with this one because now. You know, there's voice acting involved, which kind of leads us into our next topic, the audio. Uh, what were your thoughts on that? <laughs> I really despise. Uh, I mean, I thought they did a good job as voiceovers, but I really just felt that the English voiceover was like the weak part. It really turned me off from the whole experience. I rather would have had subtitles and Japanese dialogue. I, I agree completely. I, I thought about it too. Like it gives you the option to, to pick and I defaulted to the English just because I was curious about how well they did the translation. And 
and I'm right there with you. I thought it was god awful. Like the voices are so obnoxious and terrible. Yeah, by the end of it, I was just trying to skip through as much of it as I could just because I had a hard time processing it. But um, I felt that the music was fantastic. It really yep. brought me back to I, I felt a lot of nostalgia playing this game, uh, especially from like the music sense. Um, I also felt like it really just it, it felt so much like those 8-bit like pixel games that I fell in love with as a kid. So, um, absolutely. Uh, the sounds too, the sounds I felt like were spot on. Like there were some moments where I was like, that just clicks that same, whatever, you know, Freudian mechanism when I pick up an item or whatever that just clicks whenever, you know, just that right level of chime that gets me. So, uh, definitely a nostalgia factor was huge and the music was fantastic. What did you think about the control of the game? I had an issue with the camera. Um, it was definitely its own separate thing. Yeah. So, you know, with the battle, when it's 2D and pixelated, you didn't have camera issues. Right. You know, because it was all top down or whatever. And this one, you could easily get hit by an enemy that just kind of shifted position. Or if you shifted position because of the dodge mechanic of the game, uh, you also had to take the time to put your thumb onto the right joystick and move the camera into an appropriate position, which, I mean, that's not game breaking, but it's also one more thing to think about, especially when you're talking about a JRPG that um, has got a way more active combat system than anything else I'm used to. You know, most JRPGs are your characters lined up in a row and then you just kind of set the command and then you watch it play out. And and this was a situation where you could dodge, do a light attack, a heavy attack, a charge up attack, and to have to adjust your camera and to dodge and to keep your enemy in sight, you know, was kind of a handful. But uh, for the most part, I enjoyed it, especially the fighting mechanism, you know, because playing a, a lot of square stuff, soft, square soft games back in the day, um, you weren't that interactive. Even with Chrono Trigger having a slightly different battle system than Final Fantasy VI or VII, like this one was just way more interactive than the other ones. So I did appreciate that. Just the camera work was just a little sloppy for me on that. Yeah, I mean, it, it stays faithful. I'll say that. Like in the original one that I remember playing, like so much of the actual attacks are based off of kind of charging up and unleashing like your special moves which is played into why it was such a joy to play with two people because while you know one your friend or your brother whomever can be spamming the enemies and kind of uh distracting them you can charge up for the super death blow you know that you've had to go out and level your character up to achieve so i was glad that that still remained that being said like i do feel like some of the control scheme was a little overly complicated just because they have extra buttons now and they could add el extra elements. One of them being the camera control. It does have the lock on feature, which made combat a little easier. Mm. Um, but I, one issue I tend to have with lock on features is the range in which it's active. And this one it's, you have to be relatively close for it to detect other enemies. So there were a few times where I felt like uh, somebody would sneak up on me when you know, I should have been able to just whip around and take them out as well. But, you know, I take damage, but I didn't find it to be a terribly challenging game, nor did that damage really matter much to me. I don't know about you, Dave. 
Oh yeah, no, I, I mean, I just put it on normal. I, I know you can put the demo on hard, but I was just like, yeah, I, I just want to play the game. And it wasn't really that huge of a challenge. Even the one uh, boss that you have to fight in the cave was pretty easy, so. Yeah, and you get a ton of items, so, which was kind of cool that you got to collect all of that because that was so much of those old RPG games was going around scavenging and collecting a bunch of stuff you're never going to use. But Oh, yeah, I mean the the first city well i started off as um duran who was same, like your same. atypical warrior dude so i just went around hacking at every box i could find until one broke and i realized it was the bases that you could destroy to to pick up stuff so it became pretty common <laughs> for me to break bases so i can see what items i'd get so yeah i was pretty stocked up by the time i got to that one boss I always love that image of like the townsfolk just milling about their day and some psychopath running around the city with his sword, hacking up vases in search of candy or whatever healing items are available. But yeah, I, I played on normal as well. And uh, yeah, I felt it was incredibly easy. Moving along, would you? how was the enjoyment factor for you? I know that we spoke to the nostalgia factor, but any other components to it that really popped for you? I enjoyed it quite a bit. I enjoyed the fact that you could play as a character and then your initial starting character, you're obviously going to experience their backstory and what events led up to them being where they are in this world. But when you came, you picked the rest of your party, which was a three total. I went with uh, Rice and Charlotte. So I come across rice in a town but she's looking for her brother and she doesn't join your party until later on and when she does join your party you got an option to play through her story and kind of get an idea about what's going on with that character you can choose to ignore it which i thought was really cool so i chose to play it just to get more out of the game and pretty much her story was that her brother gave away the keys to the defense of the town and then got the town sacked and her dad killed. So now she's looking for her brother and trying to figure out what to do next, um, which, you know, you probably would have gotten some exponential or expositional storyline bubbles or an annoying dub over, but um, I ended up getting to play through it, which was pretty cool. And then the same thing for my third character, which was Charlotte, who was pretty annoying. I probably would have gone with someone else, but <laughs> I mean, I, I could have like chosen Hawkeye or Angela, you know, and then possibly Duran, you know, being my backup. So the game really would have started off completely different depending on who you picked. So. I, I like that element too, uh, to give you the sense of the backstory, even though the game is kind of set up where you only get to pick three characters out of, what is it, six selectable. Um, I thought it was kind of cool that it's like, hey, I can catch up on the backstory for my sidekicks here without having to actually play through it six different times. And yeah, I mean, we spoke to the nostalgia factor of it. One thing that stood out to me is um, there's a reviewer I really like. I've spoken to you about him. His name's Noah uh, Caldwell Gervais, and he has a concept of nostalgia or you know, genre orphans for video games. And that's what this game felt like for me, where it doesn't quite fit into a proper category. Because as I was playing through it with this one, now that it's in 3D and everything, it has the gameplay elements of the original Secret of Mana, but it uh, it almost feels like a Dark Souls in a way. But then you combine that it's filled with so many of these JRPG or just traditional RPG elements that it's such a weird feeling for me to be like, 
on one end I'm hyped up to like want to rush through it like you do with a Dark Souls kind of a game so, or any Souls like. But then at the same time, it's got this huge expansive storyline with a lot of dialogue that just grinds everything to a halt. And when I was younger, I was all about that. But right now it just felt like each time I was just pumping the brakes big time. So it, it was weird. It, it made me think like maybe that's why this style of game wasn't as popular past that original Secret of Mana uh, back in, in our time as kids, I suppose. Yeah, I could see that because um, you're taking that ethos and then you're slamming it into a completely different shell because it's one thing to to have your characters on an overhead and you're just kind of seeing, you're walking them through this 2D world, you know, on a top-down view. And that's going to be exposition heavy, whether it's through word balloons or not. But um, but now where you've got voiceover and it's like you said, 3D. So you you know you're actually like physically walking through around here. It does kind of slow things down when you do hit those. And near the end of it, I definitely felt it, especially when Charlotte got introduced. I was just kind of like, all right, you know, I got her story, and then I just started slamming on X, you know, to just try and get through it. So. I, I definitely did the same there were and it, it's a shame because like one thing I did appreciate that I, I felt like if I remember correctly the original was like this too where there's some pretty dark elements to the plot that um, despite the game kind of having this like cheery very like sweet like polish on it you know up front it's like when you actually think about what's taking place like there's a lot of like scandal or murder or terrible things occurring that so it it, i always thought that was kind of neat and like i said when when you contrast like playing as duran the first thing you see is this wizard come through your your castle and wipe out slaughter all these soldiers but then you get out into the world and the first thing you fight is a rabbi which is just a little rabbit head with or that looks kind of like a what you call a a peep from easter i thought (laughs) it was a pikachu i was like and maybe, maybe just like modern gaming's got me so trained, but I was like, oh, this thing's pretty cute. And then it's like, ah, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then you're I just hacking that, them up forever. <laughs> then I realized that these were bad guys. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Like, it's way easier when you're just a 2D blob, but now you look like a cute animal. <laughs> it's like I'm hacking you up for experience. I will admit that now that the graphics are a tad better, it was a bit harder to bring myself to just slaughter these multiple just cute animals that they throw at you in the first few levels. So how did this game make you feel, Dave? Um, pretty nostalgic. It actually made me feel like I wanted to go play the Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I definitely made me want to feel like that I wish they had uh, a Final Fantasy VI a game for the PS4. I know that they redid Final Fan. They kind of remastered Final Fantasy X, which I never played, and which is considered to be one of the last, you know, pixel fantasy Final Fantasies of the game. So, um, of the whole genre, to be exact. Uh, so yeah, it definitely made me feel a bit nostalgic, especially with the music. The music was just so on par with that, that it really, and that is a big part of those games, you know, because you're just constantly bombarded by that, you know, on top of all the hacking and slashing you do and menu selections. So um, with the music being really relevant and just kind of going back through a JRPG style kind of video game after playing something like The Witcher, which is so like dialogue heavy in the sense of voice, you know, 
that it it just kind of made right. me wanna, it inspired me to want to play more jrpgs definitely made me interested in picking up persona 5 royale and seeing what that's like so i was gonna say like the way i would describe it is it made me feel incredibly impatient um and that that's more speaking to me than the game itself because i think that there's a lot in this that is would be fun to unpack if you're in the right mood i just think like i mentioned that gameplay style like i locked myself into being super excited about the action oriented part like the dark souls kind of like grind it out and instead it i was brought back to that rpg portion that i used to adore as a kid like i would go around to each town and speak with every character i would look in every nook and cranny i would like explore and read every bit of text and for whatever reason now it's so much harder and i one thing that stood out to me maybe is that i think less effort goes in to actually um programming some of these conversations you have like i felt like there's a lot of repetitive dialogue that you get in the towns where it's kind of just established it's like oh there's a soldier he's they're all the soldiers in the town are going to say the same phrase yeah. um it, it didn't seem nearly as important versus i feel like back in like for instance final fantasy six or three however you view it um every single person you spoke to i felt like there was some unique twist that gave it a bit of personality and i didn't get as much of that in this game i have an idea about that that the work in those in the old games the top-down pixel games the work to find those people and to get to them was way easier than it is for the work and when i yeah. say work i mean the action of finding them like locating them on the game screen and then actually like physically moving over there because with that it was just up down left right and now you know you're dealing with a camera and then you're also going around many objects where you used to be able to see the entire house the north south east west part of it but on right. here you can't so you really have to take more time physically searching around the town especially that second town you come across that's by the lake um by the time i got to that point i was like pretty turned off about looking for stuff like bases to hit you know i was just kind of like all right let's just see what else is going on with this game but likewise yeah but i think that's the theory like those old games i used to be the same way and that's how i treated the initial town with duran i went and talked to everyone and then even the second town where you had to wait at night to escape it and i was just kind of like you know by the time i got to the third town i was just like i don't want to run around this entire house and then have to run around in another entire house whereas in the older games you didn't have to do that you could just see it and go left and right and then go talk to them so that's a great point actually because uh first thing that i thought of when you mentioned that and not to spiral into a different tangent but was uh the fallout games where i adored the fallout one and two and spoke and found every little thing you could in each town and then when you got into the 3D world of the third one, I, it just didn't hit the same. Like there was something about having to physically drag my character around to like really explore that just became exhausting for me. And I think it's like amplified by a thousand in this one where it's based off an original game. Like, like we had said, that's 2D and is easily accessible to get to all these various characters versus now it's like, I got to move the camera around and I got to figure out which which ladder i go up or whatever to talk to this guy it's like 
And then half of them are all saying the same thing anyway. Ah, to hell with it. We'll just move along and kill rabbites. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what do you think they were thinking when they made this game, Dave? I think that they just wanted to modernize an old game that that the West didn't get to experience. But from what I read, that when they started bringing the the newer versions of the Mana series, that they were doing really well and they were doing much better than it was expected. So I think they were just thinking that this would be a good opportunity to port over and have a culture that wasn't so um, wasn't so accepting of that genre of video game 20 or 30 years ago and who are much more into it now. And they just saw an opportunity to pretty much rebuild it and then repackage it and then sell it to us, which I, I will say they did a pretty good job. I mean, it's a 2D game that got turned into a 3D game, but the music is fabulous. And I imagine if it was a Japanese uh, dub that I had played, I probably would appreciate the dialogue a bit more because yeah. I'd be more focusing on the subtitles, which is how I'm used to playing those games. And um, the pacing wasn't killing me too much as far as how the action was slowed down by the dialogue for you. Um, yeah. But I felt like I could have had a better experience had I just tuned it up in a bit different way. So that's that's a fair point i mean honestly yeah my my opinion was they were trying to channel the spirit of the original and i think that they did that and then and then some um i think it's a pretty good game um it's not for me personally like yeah, I, i'm I not feel gonna like, buy it <laughs> yeah me neither like i really think that like i appreciate my memories of the old one and i'm gonna cherish them and i don't need to have them remade but it's important to have things like this to introduce it to a new you know, generation of gamers. Yeah. I mean, if I was 14 or 15, I'd probably enjoy playing this game. And I feel like that's kind of like more it's where it's shifted for. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And I think it's it's okay to admit that it's like it's not for me anymore, but I'm glad yeah. it's out there. So yeah. Uh I'm still crossing my fingers for a Final Fantasy Six remake though. I, I will play that. No yeah. What. I, I would play that too. Um, I'd be fearful that it would not capture the elements that I love so much of it, because I do think there's something special about aspects of that game, like forcing you to use your imagination. But, you know, we'll have to wait and see. I didn't play the remake that came out on PlayStation, so. I don't know if they'll ever get around to it. I mean, this Final Fantasy VII remake is only like one of three for just that game alone. So I don't know. I imagine the U.S. will be in the middle of a civil war before they even think about Final Fantasy VI remakes. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's what will bring us back together. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm real sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Pretty solid game, I don't know. All right. Well, that was great. I'm glad we could get together and share our opinions of the Trials of Mana. And with that being said, guys, gals, and a non-binary pals, thank you so much for listening. Ciao.